yes, but also for Jack. She ripped off her specs and scrubbed her eyes with a tissue, then went to the kitchen for more tea. Damn it! She would go on this trip in this damn minibus. She'd always liked art exhibitions and had been within six months of completing a two-year course in visual art when she'd been nineteen. Then Jack had come along, and a year later she'd been an old married woman with twin boys. And now she was forty-eight, both sons doing well in Australia, nice home, fairly new car, no husband. She stared out of the window, waiting for the kettle to boil, admiring the long flower border she had spent the afternoon clearing. It was September, and she was already putting the garden to bed, as she called it. Jack had not approved wholeheartedly of gardening as a hobby. Too solitary, he had said, not long ago. You should join something, make friends. She'd had a good friend, Naomi Parsons. She allowed herself, just while the tea brewed and she refilled the kettle, to think of Naomi. Naomi had been one of the local librarians and had suggested books that Judith's mother might enjoy. She had always been cheerful. She had made sure that the four high window ledges in the old-fashioned building had held fresh flowers. Judith remembered hearing her in the children's corner, talking about a vase of cowslips she had picked and brought in that morning. <laughs> when I was a little girl like you, she'd been saying, I used to pull out one of these tiny trumpets very gently and taste the nectar. She had laughed, lifting her head slightly. Then I could understand just what the bees and other insects enjoyed for their breakfast every morning. Someone, the children's mother probably, had laughed too, but said, Don't you try that, Beverly. You're likely to poison yourself with all the traffic fumes we get these days. Judith had thought how much the twins would have enjoyed Naomi, had they known her when they were little. She began to notice little things about the tall, rather gangly librarian. Her laugh was infectious and bubbled somehow. She lifted her head to let it out. She wore a wedding ring, and Judith had heard her turn down an invitation to attend a library meeting after hours. I'm really sorry. You know I have to get home for William. Was William the husband or a child? Then two things had happened. Firstly, Judith's dearly loved mother had died and then Judith had stopped going to the library for a whole month. Jack had said, Listen, love, we have to do something to to break through this time. Let's go off and see the boys. Or, or just have a holiday. She was surprised. I'm all right, Jack, honestly. I need to be quiet. But you're so rarely quiet. <sighs> You've gone inside yourself somewhere. I can't find you. She tried to grin. So, I really am a dumb blonde, as you once so charmingly called me. I've never called you that. But he was right. She couldn't talk about her mother to anyone, not even to Jack. Everything she did emphasised the fact that her mother, Eunice Denman, was not there anymore. She read articles, watched programmes, so many of which portrayed this remarkable closeness between mothers and their children. The awful thing was, she did not want it any other way. She did not want to leave the house where for so long she had nursed her mother.'
A holiday would be a penance, not a joy. Of course, she and Jack would go and see their sons, but not yet. Not yet. It was too soon. Then, when Judith finally went back to the library, because it was what she did each week, Naomi was not there. One of the others said, Dark hair, tall, Mrs. Parsons, it must be. She's lost her husband, I'm afraid, but she will be back next week, we hope. She had been, and Judith had asked her whether they could have a cup of tea together one afternoon. Suddenly, it was as if Naomi was there, in the kitchen, reaching for the biscuit tin. She turned to look at Judith, and there was her long face, framed in a marvellous hairdo, rather like a black satin bonnet, the ends almost meeting beneath her chin. Brown eyes, clear as milkless tea, long, uncontrollable legs that made her un.